Hello nerds and welcome to Technomancers, the D&D actual play podcast that brought a set of loaded dice and still rolls natural ones. I'm the multiple award adjacent human man, Ivan Brett, coming to you from the... Na- <laughs> 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 oh, there's so much going on. I, I was going to say coming to you from the natural offices of Elastic Cloud. We're going to stick with that. Coming to you from the natural offices of Elastic Cloud. And I'm joined by four of my friends and colleagues who will introduce themselves in order of who they think I like best, starting from my favourite. Dickie. Did I... I- I got in there first this week. This is absolutely fantastic. I've been waiting for this. Um, so I am I am Dicky uh, Darkwood Basilisk the seventeenth, um, and I am a halfling wizard. And you think I like you best, do you? No, I just thought I'd beat everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody else is saying anything. This That's is because awkward. you're all embarrassed to say you think you're my second best. Listen, you know, I was going to say I feel like there's a real tension now between the people who. Uh, employ you and the person who got you your job. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I literally, this is why I said this, this is why the intro is this, because I want to cause some workplace friction, so <laughs> who do I like e- next best after Richard? Either way, that means I'm last, so. <laughs> <laughs> Correct? Well, I, do you know what? I I think I think you two are in such bad books, especially after this uh, terrible response to the introduction. But um, I'll go next. Uh, I'm Andy, and I'm playing Nigel Hellscream. But I actually was going to wait to the end because, as the only party member to survive without needing magical points in the, in the last session, I really feel that uh, the DM has got a debt of my death somewhere in the back of his mind. <laughs> Oh dear, true, true. Uh, I feel like we've pre-established this, so I guess I'll, I'll go in in, in third. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Misha. I am quite clearly third best. That is my role in life. Uh, I will be playing Light Through Rain. Okay, uh, well, I guess that leaves uh, Ivan's natural enemy, I guess. Last uh, and least. Exactly, exactly. Last <laughs> and least. Um uh, I'm Rob, and I'm playing Linus of Monardis. Um Thank you all for making my life a lot easier by <laughs> helping me figure out who I like amongst this group. It's all right, Rob. You can be my favourite. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh is he? He is Why? now. Pissy boy. <laughs> listen, listen, enough of this silitude. I love you all equally. Um, and now we'll have a recap, and then we'll play D&D. So, last week, the four of you acting as Cloud Balls Inc., lost the main source of your new contractor's wealth, the key element of the Horrorful Factory, a secret captive shark-like empress named Empress Latuvi. Then, most of you were killed by fish people. Luckily, the Lamplight Guild have powerful clerics who paid the hefty diamond price to bring you back, mostly so they could tell you how much you owe them, interrogate you about where your captive shark-like empress has gone, and commission you to bring her back. If you don't, you'll spend the rest of your lives rotting in the bucket, an unpleasant undermountain jail in the city. Dickie, freshly alive, has suggested your first course of action should be a board meeting, and that's where we are now. So, we find the four of you in your newly anointed boardroom, a small cleaning cupboard filled with mops and buckets, <laughs> a low-hanging lantern sizzling with horror fear, and a few stools. Oh my god, you're making it sound like an Elastocloud board meeting already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to write from experience, Rich. You know, I only know what I what I know, so um, yeah. I do okay. think we should relabel the broom, broom cupboard as the boardroom now. <laughs> <laughs> the word broom cupboard has been scraped out, and the word boardroom has just been written on and felt it. It said cupboard, and now the word cup has been scratched out. Oh. oh, you can have inspiration. Oh, thank you. It, yeah, weirdly, it said cupboard room, so it's quite an easy, <laughs> quite an easy Just the, the room is full of cupboards. There's loads of cupboards in this room. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's dingy, it's damp, slightly slightly wet, smells of, of chemicals. Um, there's a knock at the door, and Sardina, the important-looking halfling, brings in four cups of kelp kombucha and a handwritten note in the large handwriting of Rumpkin Dazzlestunk. Uh, she sort of places it in front of you on the table, uh, pins it down with one of the kelp kombuchas, and says, um, OK, uh, yeah, if there's anything else I can do, just let me know. I will be around. Uh, are you staying to minute the meeting? I wasn't planning to, but I can if you would like that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Dickie, Dickie. Who, oh, do, well, I, I think we need to get 
get her to sign a non-disclosure agreement first, right? Ah. And, One of those and maybe drink a potion. If we drink a potion of non-disclosure, that's fine, but it will mean that you can't discuss the plan you've made once you've left this room. I can oh, drink no, one. Oh, no, it's for you to drink, not for oh, us. Oh, yeah, I can drink one. Yeah, that's fine. Give me a persuasion check. No, she doesn't say that. Actually, she does. That's a nine. Um, she looks at you with a little bit of pity and says, look, if we can't trust each other as member, important members of, a, of an organisation who um, you've just ruined and I'm trying to pull back together, then what do we have? Don't worry. Your secrets won't leave this room. Oh, I didn't realise it was a trust thing. I just thought that was what you did before you had a meeting. <laughs> Cute. Okay. So, executive decision. Um, let's take a vote on whether she can stay in our meeting to take minutes without a non-disclosure agreement. Okay. Uh, c- c- can uh, I vote in this? Uh, if you uh, like. Would you like two okay. votes? Should- N- no. No. Should we have a... I'll tell you what, how about I'll, three? If, uh, I'll have one, but I'll only use it if there's a tie. A casting vote. Ah, oh, angling Wonderful. for the chair. Wonderful, yeah, let's go, let's go for the vote. Uh, I vote minutes should be taken by someone with fingers. It, 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 have fingers. it needs to be tabled first by a minute before we ask. But okay, then... so who votes? <laughs> Shall she stay without an NDA or go? Uh, I vote she stays. Yes, I, I think she should stay. I, I vote she should go. And I vote she should go. It's <laughs> down to me then, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's best if you plan amongst yourselves. I don't want to take up space in this um, admittedly fairly small boardroom. And I have plenty to do. So I'll let you plan. Um, I will uh, head on out and continue to clear up the Lamplight Guild, which um, unfortunately has uh, taken a bit of a hit in the last few hours. So I'll go. Uh, but, I'll let you plan. But, but, but before you before you go, could you just could you just admit it that uh, we're not going to get you to take minutes? Yes, yes. I'll write that down now. She gets out a notepad, writes down, um, nods, and says, "Yeah, good luck." And as I say, if you need me, just sort of lean out the door and shout, and I'm sure I'll be nearby. Lovely. If you're Linus. cleaning up, would you like a broom before you go? Oh, yes. Actually, that one behind you would be great. I probably won't do it myself, but I can give this to one of the orderlies. Um, I will sort of re- reach the broom and then do that thing in like an awkward small space where you kind of have to pass it overhead to avoid hitting anyone in the face with it. Give me a sleight of hand check, please, to see if you do brush anyone's face. That's going to be a five. Um, yeah, do you want to tell me whose face you brush or shall I tell you <laughs> whose face you brush? I mean, is it everyone? I, I feel um, like it might be everyone in the room. Yeah, yeah. You somehow managed to give everyone's face one quite d- like downward sort of she is dead type brush, just down to their eyes closed temporarily. Bottom lip kind of drools out. Um, it's not even that you're passing it to Sardina. I don't even know how you managed to also brush her face, but everyone gets a decent a decent brush. Um, Sardina takes the brush. Um, Okay, thanks for that. Um, don't know why it was quite so damp when it reached me, but there we are. Have a good one, guys. Nah. Enjoy, I'm yeah. rooting for you. Very Linus good. Linus is going to lean over, take the notepad that had the, the minutes originally written in, uh, mm. just slide it across the table to like an empty space next to him, um, and then get out his own, I guess, like quill or something, like mm-hmm. pot pot of ink. And um, cast Mage Hand, so the Mage Hand can take the notes instead. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Mage Hand begins to narrate everything. Mage Hand is quite artistic. Mage Hand uh, starts by establishing the scene. Uh, talks about the um, the smell of the place. Uh, and it, it really is doing a lovely job of, of... In fact, the words Mage Hand's using is the exact words of this podcast from the from starting from Hello Nerds and going onwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... It's weirdly meta. <laughs> Including this bit. Uh, you look over as it writes this bit and like, hang on, what? <laughs> um, okay. So there is, as I say, there is a, also another handwritten letter in the middle of the table, uh, which has been written from Rum- Rumpkin. So um, I can tell you what that says if you'd like, or you can completely ignore it. This is D and D. Yeah. What does it say? Well, is it is it on our agenda? Everyone, we need to be- we need to call this board meeting to order. Right. Me so. Too. 
This is the 473rd beating of Cloud Balls Inc. Fourth. Uh, fourth, yeah. 474th beating of Cloud Balls Inc. Um, I, um, Dickie Basilisk, uh, the chief turnip officer, um, chairing this meeting. So, who, who, who do we have in attendance? So in attendance, we have our chief tabaxi officer, our chief dragonborn officer, and our chief tiefling officer. <laughs> Given that they all have their race as what they are, does that mean you are a turnip? <laughs> I think so. I think we have all called Dickie a turnip so many times that, that he now believes that he's a turnip. <laughs> uh, Linus will just look over at the mage hand that has just written CTO three times. For... <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's starting to sound like Elastic Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever thought about the abbreviation. Great. Well, uh, what's the first what point of order there, Dickie? Um, so, um, how much money do we have? Um, um, good question. Um, I, I, I have some um, turnips okay. in stock. Mm-hmm. Assets. Uh, illiquid though uh, the, the liquidity of the market I should raise this in my segment the liquidity of the turnip market has been very very bad too much liquid uh, in the soil <laughs> has made the liquidity of the turnips they've turned to liquid because of the liquid <laughs> in the soil so the the liquidity of the liquid items is illiquid in its own right Nigel Nigel get a grip it's- so everybody I'll start empty your pockets uh, so I have 15 I'm gonna put it in the. I'm gonna put it in the middle. Um, I will empty out my pockets of uh, five gold, a small bag of sand, and just quite a sort of a large amount of like little bits of matted fur and pocket lint. <laughs> yeah, Linus will also take out his small bag of fifteen gold, and then just a variety of other tools that he has. <laughs> Just like pliers, <laughs> small hammers, like cow prod, yeah, all, all, all kinds of things. A, a screwdriver oh. and the, the unwashed no cog. I'll, I'll fish out the the small unwashed cog that I think still has bits of Chris brain on it, and add that to the pile. Ugh. I can wash uh, it if you'd like. It's <laughs> a Chris brain. Uh, I still think I think, I think it's best if 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 none of us touch it. That's probably uh, probably best. I just sort of stick my tongue back in. I'm just a little bit sad that I no longer have the skull. Yes. But they did Do you have any gold, back. Nigel? Oh, I, I have 15 gold. Um, so I put 15 gold in, but I have something worth more than that. Um, the the ability to influence uh, the guild um, by uh, rejecting any of its uh, orders. They call that the rejection stamp. <laughs> So okay. I'm thinking if we don't like what's in the letter, we just, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. So everyone, we, we have 500 gold to invest in. <laughs> Five. I don't I... think that's how many's in the pile. Linus, count everything. <laughs> I, I will count all of it and just say, um, that's 50 gold. But... And and also remember, we are now in a significant amount of debt. What, what have you done with the other five thousand? <laughs> five thousand. Yes. I think we spent it on turnips mostly. <sighs> okay. Right. We need to train strategy here. I think we should put on our agenda what it is that we have to do for um for old Rumpkin. What is it that we had to do for him? I think um, it might say in the letter. <laughs> well, I don't think so. I mean, this will just be a letter of admiration, you know. Mainly for me, you guys just fell over. Um, I, I, I strategically fell over such that I could stand again. I had built-in resurrection. You guys needed help. I'm very disappointed in the overall performance here. This needs to be looked at. The KPIs here. The KPIs. Yes. I table we should read Robkin's letter. 
Shall I shall I read it out? Mm, yes. Wait a minute. We should need a vote. We need a vote, yeah. Need a vote. Everything happens with a vote. Um okay. so the vote is KPIs on not dying. Okay. <laughs> I okay. vote yes. Yes. Yes, that seems like a good thing to get better at. I uh, I agree. Yes. yes. I think what happened there though was that we didn't define what we were voting on. <laughs> so we just I said thought we yes were voting to it. on the letter. But it was also a tie. I don't think it matters if everybody says yes though. I don't have a tie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Shall we read the letter? <laughs> Let's table let read the letter. We have to vote though. Okay. I vote Light through range should read the letter. To what? The letter. The letter. Okay. You have to be clear. But what's the main chan written? Uh, it wrote uh, Retta uh, several times, <laughs> then crossed it out, <laughs> and then rewrote the sentence again. <laughs> okay, just checking. Just keeping up. I, I vote we read the letter. I, I also vote we read the letter, and the the mage hand puts his hand up as well. <laughs> there we go. I'll I'll read it then. No, 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 no. We voted to. We would read the letter. Um, now we have to vote on who should read the letter. I've um, already sent the letter to Misha by DM. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will sort of pull the letter out from un- under the pile of sort of gold and other assorted things, um, and then ah, so. <laughs> Because now that I've reached level two, I have the power of telepathy, which I believe isn't limited to just the one person, so I'm going to read it entirely in my own head. But you'll still hear it. Tonight the Rangers holds it up, doesn't say a word, but you still hear the words. Can we headcanon that because you were told you had to read the letter, you didn't think you had to read it out loud, but it just so happens that because (laughs) when you read you have to concentrate, they hear it anyway? I think it's exactly that, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. So the letter reads, Right then. Some leads for you to inquire into. Onlookers, one, onlookers report the attacks to have been blue fins, not the red fins we have in Everlight. Somehow they got into the city, not to mention the lamplight nurseries unseen. How? Two, not to be racist, but some red fins in Knot might have a good idea about where these springtide lot are coming from and what they want. Three, I can get you a short audience with the city circle if you like. I'm sure they would like to hear about your news and could perhaps offer some support. I think um, as as she's reading it in her head, because you can hear, essentially hear, um, like through Rain's thoughts, you also get her commentary on the way of just like, well, that's wrong because I'm not men. And also everyone who says not to be racist usually is being racist. And then she puts it down again. It's like, I've read it. Would anyone else like to read it? Uh, can you read it again, Light Through Raid? I missed a few things. Yes. <laughs> she picks it up, reads it entirely in her head again. <laughs> but weirdly, you can still hear her voice in your head. <laughs> so, a couple of pieces of context that you as uh, residents of Everlight would probably know. Um, Redfins are a very um, <coughs> common race in the city they are shark-like as we've said and they have red fins on top this is what the empress looked like blue fins are a very similar race who are subaquatic and do not live in the city and they are often quite relations are quite tense between land dwellers and blue fins um and while there is some coming and going and the red fins and, and blue fins you know originally were the same um community uh things aren't great they're also not there have been wars in the past but they're certainly they're not at war right now they just don't have a lot of lot to do with each other uh next thing is not is a slum to the south east of the city um and the last thing is the city circle are the most important 13 people in the city they represent all the different districts of the city as well as some of the important trades in the city um, an audience with a city circle is not something which you should take lightly. It would be a, you know, a bit like speaking at Parliament, basically. And I think that's probably all the context, but feel free to ask if there's anything else you don't understand about that letter. So, just in terms of, like, thinking about it logically, if we were to go and meet the city circle, we could go there on the way to not. 
and sort of it, it's in the right direction but what not would in we... the southeast and it in the middle and us in the in the northwest at the moment but what would we tell them or ask them about I want a I want a table on the agenda. I'm really hungry. Should we um, <laughs> we go eat some fish? Call this meeting to a close. Well, uh, then... uh, we do any other business first of all, surely, surely. Uh, maybe salt and vinegar. No. <laughs> Very good. Maybe then we could go to not, but we could go via the North Wall Agora, and. You could look for a shop that sells fish. Mm. And then we could find out some things in Knot. And then go to the city circle and tell them what we know. I think that sounds like a great plan. Yeah, I vote yes for everybody. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I... Um. Yeah, You. I'm assuming you want to head out of the entire building? Do we need to like leave a note with someone before we go saying... Yes, please, we'd like to meet with the City Circle. Yeah, I mean, it says that I can get you a short audience with the City Circle. I don't think you could just walk in there and speak to them. I think no. it would be arranged. But I'm sure Sardina could do that. I guess, yeah, do we need to look for Sardina on the way out? Who, who's, taking, well, who's taking the letter? Anyone the hand can do it. No, the, well, the actual letter from Ron Paul. Oh, I'll take it. Okay, you should drop it somewhere. You know, put the enemy off. And the other thing to just to say as well is that you know it is a current. The the lamplight nurseries are a crime scene right now, and you're never going to have a better time to investigate the first question of how they got in, how they got out, than you will right now. I'm not trying to sway you because also you can come back and investigate that later. But that is something which um you know that was number one on the list. Yeah. I see. Shall we have a nose around on our way out yeah. and look for Sardina? Because we do actually want to find her. But also it's a good excuse if anyone wants to know why we're wandering around looking at things. Yes. Who wants to go and look in that room where the woman came from? You know, the focus group member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so you're gonna head out. You pack up your stuff. All the letters. The the mage hand, um, I suppose, is dispelled. Uh, the quill drops to the table. You you put the letters away. Finish up. Finish off your um, fairly salty kombucha uh, and head out into the um, the corridor. Who who leaves the room first? Do we think? Uh, the hungry Dicky, I imagine. <laughs> Dicky. Um, could you make me an insight check, please? I can. 21. Oh, great. Okay, so, yeah, you see Sardina walking up the stairs, but you see that she is slightly out of breath. Um, and she goes, ah, oh, perfect, just the right time. Um, great. Uh, any decisions you made? Anything I can help you with? Uh, please show us to the room. Um, we have lots of rooms. You mean the boardroom? The big room. She sort of... Um, we have lots of big rooms with the Lamplight Guild. We really do. We, we specialise in them. With, 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 the, with, with the brainless guy and the crispy tiger. The factory. That's the one. Right, excellent. Um, as you say, the brainless guy and the crispy tiger, two bubbles come out of your mouth, but she infers <laughs> from that that you mean the factory. Um, this way, she guides you uh, up some stairs and towards this factory room. Um, yeah, as she does so, you still see that there are quite a few orderlies, many of them hollow men, um, these kind of uh, automatons with brooms and brushes. One of them definitely the brush that you picked out, Light Through Rain. Um, and they're <laughs> sweeping, up, sweeping up, mopping up blood and sweeping up bits of detritus. One of them is dragging a dead body around a corner um, as, as you're taken back into the factory. Uh, this hasn't been fixed at all. This is exactly as it was before. Um, and you notice as you go in that there are now four, four guards by the doors again. Uh, Sardina opens them up, lets you in, um, and she says, I'll just wait outside. Bit of investigating, bit of sleuthing, is it? 
Yes. And the guards, um, Hollow Man guards, or... Um, These are elven. They're all elven. sea elves. Okay. Uh, okay. Linus would like to try and kind of commit to memory exactly what these guards look like. Just okay. in terms of, like, their armour... Uh, not necessarily their face, but like like just what they're wearing and their clothes. This was like an intelligence uh, in- investigation check, Do you th- or okay. is it as like a preemptive history check? I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the choice. Here. Uh, Tell you what, we'll call it an investigation check, yeah. and when you want to recall it, it'll be a history check. Okay. I asked you what you wanted, and then I told you what you had. <laughs> so uh, that's an eighteen. Fantastic. Um, yeah, you get a pretty good gauge of who they are. Um, they, they're fairly uniform in their ways, but you notice a few sort of, you know, a, a, a wart on this guy's nose, and maybe this, one's, this one's got slightly sort of like wide jowls. You get a couple of bits and pieces that mean you could probably recognise these guys from a, from a line-up. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Li- Linus is going to try and commit that, like, properly to memory, just so, uh, in, in case he may need to disguise himself at, at one point. Nice. Love that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you're back in the factory. Um, for three of you, this is a quite um, harrowing uh, place to be. In fact, well, I think for all of you, it's a fairly harrowing place to be, but not all of you died. Um, you know, you can see the spots where you died. You can see your own blood now dried on the, the sort of um, tiled floor. You can see the exploded bits and pieces, the pile of now decomposing fish heads in the corner. Um, the charred corpse of Galantis Jr. in the other corner, the empty living quarters, um, which you thought was just a factory machine tank where Empress Latuvi had resided for goodness knows how long. Tell me what you'd like to do. Uh, Nigel wants to go and find the telephone inside the living quarters. Uh, right, the old telephone that exists. Okay, cool. A speaking stone is what you're looking for, I think. That's it. So, um, okay. So, so absolutely convinced, one hundred percent, that um, the focus group member. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely sure she phoned up. So, uh, I want to. I want to find her communication device. Okay, give me there. a. Per- Go. Oh, yep. Give me a perception check, please, uh, as you enter this room. That's a nat one. Oh dear! Um, <laughs> you are looking so much for this telephone, this speaking stone, that you don't notice the uh, the low bar as you enter and bang your head on this thing and sort of uh, clang backwards. Headache now throbbing through your eyes. You um you really don't get a good look at this at all. You can barely see anything. Your eyes are kind of uh, dimming and you, your your entire sense array has been diminished. Um. You need to have a little sit-down, friend. Nigel's <laughs> just going to lie down, wander back okay, to the point look- where he had his nap before, and just, just go back into the sleeping position. Just back on the floor. There's a bed right there, but you, you leave the room to lie down on the floor. Uh, how about the rest of you? Um, I'm going to step carefully around Nigel and, I guess, <laughs> stick my head in the room and sort of have a little look round to see if it looks like there's another way in and out. Sure. Give me a perception check, please. Nineteen. Great. Um, yeah, you get a pretty good idea of this. It is a, a small drum, sort of cylindrical room. Uh, no more than eight feet in any direction. Um, and probably normally, I would say about six feet high. So it's pretty uncomfortable to walk around in. Um, there is a small um, bed that, um, well, the, the whole thing really smells. It is, it's a really unpleasant um it's not been cleaned it's been kept in a really really awful state it is kind of what's the word squalid i think i would say um there are a few signs of living um there is a a bucket that has clearly been used for um going to the toilet um there is an out a couple of out pipes uh one uh which clearly is where the the glass bottles of horror four were put and another one for her own waste there is an in pipe which is a kind of hatch where um, the fish heads would come in, a sort of larger hat, uh, hatch. Um, there's a small workstation. Um, you see no tools by this workstation. It's just an empty wooden workstation. Um, the wood itself is slick with fish oil um, and greasy beyond imagining. 
Um, there are no windows in this place. It is lit by a, or at least it would have been lit by a small horrorful lamp hanging from the ceiling. Um, however, this has now gone out. Aside from this, uh, not very much at all. A pile of rags in one corner, um, you know, a blanket on the bed. Um, and uh, you just also notice that uh, all over the walls, uh, there are various things scraped. I, I suppose it, it investigate the sort of wall scrapings to see if see if I sure. can read them at all. Yeah, give me an investigation check, please. Twenty-three. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. Yes. This is definitely sentences written in primordial. Do you yeah. speak primordial? I do not. But someone does. I think. Is that someone sleeping? That someone is sleeping. <laughs> I'm not actually sure I speak. I think I speak Infernal. Ah. Does anybody speak Primordial? It's not Linus. Begs the question, how did you speak to her earlier? But that's fine. Retcon. Um. I, I assumed that she chose to speak to us in common because yep. we were speaking common to each other. That's almost certainly what happened. In this case, everything is written in Primordial. You can tell because of the kind of slightly wet fish slapping noises that you make as you try to speak the words out loud, but you don't understand what they mean. Mm. Uh, I will stick my head back out and call to Linus. Linus, I don't know what any of this means, but I think we should write it down and find someone who does. Linus will sigh slightly at the thought of having to do more writing, (laughs) considering it is actually him that's got to command the the mage hand to do the writing. Um, (laughs) And then we'll again summon the the mage hand, pass it the, um, the, the stuff and kind of send it over. Uh, towards light through rain whilst he continues just having a general look around thank you the mage hand could do a lovely brass rubbing couldn't it yeah I mean yeah. I've got plenty yeah. of parchment and ink and a little bag of sand that I can offer to the mage hand to help with I don't know I don't know if the um, the paper or the parchment that I'm using will hold up against like doing a, a brass rubbing over a sticky slimy wall I don't think that would go too well. We could let the dice find out how well that goes. I think we should sure. try it with one sheet of parchment and see whether or not the mage hand succeeds or whether we're <laughs> going to have to copy it. Practical yeah, absolutely. Um, give me a sleight of mage hand, please. A sleight of mage hand, got it. Um, that's an 11. It goes all right. It is. The paper comes back sticky, but you do get an imprint of the, the words written down. Um, yeah, I mean, it probably isn't the most practical way of doing it. You could just write the symbols down. It just may be that you miss some of the nuance of the way they're written. I think we carry on like this and then I'll put sand on the sticky bits. I mean, I, I'm far enough away that I can't really hear this. But um, I imagine it's still that... There's no paper there, but it's yeah. still... Just... <laughs> I'll yeah. just keep feeding it sheets of parchment from my bag and then sanding the sticky bits. <laughs> Sanding the sticky bit sounds like a day at the beach, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. By the end of it, you've got a stack of parchment, which when rearranged would uh, show the entire uh, scratched sentences of Empress Latuvi. Lovely. Okay, the, the, uh, it's the, very sandy. The, the mage hand will also just add like a small number on each page to make sure that they stay in order. Oh, so it's not like one of those um, lockdown puzzles where you receive a book and the pages have all been torn out and you've got to figure out what the story is. Yeah, exactly. that's a good idea. Thanks, Mage Hand. Yeah. Thanks, Mage, Mage Hand. Okay. Can I high-five right. the Mage Hand? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Does the ma- Can you see, at this point, the Mage Hand? Uh, I have to be able to see it. So Right, okay, in which case that's fine. I was going to say, if you couldn't, yeah. it, the Mage Hand may have slapped her in the face, but it sounds like... Uh... <laughs> All right, great. Mage Hand's job complete. Mage Hand doubles up. Um, <laughs> Mage Hand's the MVP of this party, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of competition. <laughs> Mage Hand's your new favourite. Sad. I love Mage Hand. So, right, any other investigations needed in this room? I don't think so. Oh, uh, is um, Griff's body still here? Or is Griff's body gone? Griff's body has been taken. They tried to resuscitate okay. him. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh yeah, of course. Uh, in which case, no, Linus isn't too interested in anything else. Okay. Um, so you emerge from the factory room. 
Um, and the four guards are standing there. Sardina, too, is standing there, and she smiles at you. Um, great, excellent. So, um, anything else I can help you with? Um, where are the, the nurseries? Uh, well, the interesting you should ask. Um, the actual fish spawn in Lake Gloam, but there is a fishery down by the tidewater um, in our basement where the uh, young fish are brought up, caught and brought um, into the factory. So the nurseries uh, actually refers to the fact that we bring the young fish up. Um, so I can show you to the fishery. Hmm. Does it does it serve lunch there? Oh, I, you wouldn't want to eat an eerie, but um, I, I'm sure that we can find you a sandwich on the way down. A fish sandwich? Yeah, absolutely fine. Yes, it, as I say, it won't be eerie. Eerie are not known for their flavour. Ah, do you do you have any turnips? Oh, um, I'm sure we can ask the chef to rustle you up some turnips. Ah, very good. Great. Well, should we go there first or the fishery? I, I think Dicky wants to go there first and then the fishery. Right. Lunch first. Canteen. Good. Tally ho. Um, she she leads the way uh, down another the same flight of stairs you came up uh, round a corner down a long corridor towards a, a great din and um, this another huge room um, a large white painted room with lots of windows uh, off to the east um, actually looking over Lake Gloam here um, so you can see this incredible glowing lake um, the lake itself isn't glowing but there are points of light within the lake that seem to glow uh, to its left which is kind of north there's this lovely sandy promenade. Um, as the, the the great and good of the city walk up and down in the in the sunny evening, um, uh, and to the south of it you see the sprawling uh, districts of Woods Edge, um, followed by Knot, which is kind of belching black and uh, and quite sort of ashy and horrible. And then far away to your south is the sea. Uh, inside this area are lots and lots of lamplight workers. Uh, you see a lot of sea elves, you see quite a few minotaurs. Um, there are halflings around as well. A lot of them seem to give off a light glow, just like Rumpkin Dazzlestunk did, and also Sardina herself. They give off a very, very light, very pleasant glow um, as they go about. Uh, they are, are taking food from a self-service um, kind of area at the top there, uh, behind which a bunch of half-orc um, cooks are kind of uh, working away, producing some quite good smelling dishes. Uh, well, let's. Dicky. Dicky just wants to find something to eat now. Mhm. Yeah, you head over, um, and uh, yeah, you can see that there is a, a turnip mash next to some pretty good-looking haggis. So, if you wanted to have some some haggis and neeps, you could you could help yourself to this. Yeah, mm. absolutely everything I can get my hands on. I'm just going to gorge myself. A, a half walk behind the counter grins and goes, That's my speciality. Hey, hey, have a bit more. You know, have a double portion. You look hungry. Yeah, so um, so I just pick up any scraps of anything that I can in front of him. You'll never guess what's in that haggis. I'll give you three guesses. You get it right, I'll give you 50 gold. Ooh. What do you think, team? What do you I think th- it seems worth guessing. Okay, Love. so... What did you say? Love. Love. <laughs> you know what? I like you. I like you. I mean, I did put a bit of heart in there, but that, that heart is actually one of the ingredients, but not the secret ingredient. Oh, to be able to guess the secret uh, ingredient. Well, I, I did say that actually. So, I, I'm, do you know what? I'm starting starting to regret this mini game. <laughs> I didn't think of it beforehand. <laughs> right, I did put I did put love in it. I did put heart in it. So I, I think I might have to shell out fifty gold. My, my wife will not be pleased when I come home without my pay for the next week. Dicky's grimacing a bit, and I'm just going to ask him whose heart. I mean, lamb's heart. There is a whale's heart in there. Um, tuna heart, which is surprisingly tough, needs a lot of cooking. Okay, Dickie's really. And my own heart, but in a metaphorical sense. You, you get that? You know, you know what I'm talking about. You seem like an intelligent guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is that? Dickie's a pescatarian. All right. <laughs> oh, you eat fish? There's plenty of fish in there. That's right. Yep. 
Mostly their hearts. Hearts. Fish. There's other things too. I mean, if you if you eat fish, it's great for you. If you eat anything, this one's great for you. Does it also have all of the other bits, like the heads and the crunchy bits? Aye, aye, it does. It's got all sorts of things. Mm, the crunchy bits are best. Aye, they add a texture that you can't get without adding a bit of spine. Oh my god, Dickie is going green now, feeling really, really <laughs> nauseous. <laughs> anyway, another scoop for you and 50 gold. I mean, you asked for it. I don't know why I offered it. I just thought, you know what? This would be fun. And it kind of was fun. I feel like we've really got to know each other now. But what's, what's the secret ingredient? Or is it not a secret if you tell us? I'm not going to tell you the secret ingredient unless you guess it. Is it eerie? No, I've tried to eat a bit of eerie and it's disgusting. Oh, it's rough. It burns on the way in, and I'll tell you the worst thing. <laughs> it burns on the way out as well. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say, Linus is just going to have a bit of a, a look around behind the, this this half orc just to see if he can see any like table of ingredients. Hey, uh, dragon, what you doing there, mate? This is for workers only. You want a job? You can come back here if you like. We'll pay you a pittance, and you'll end up giving your pittance back to these bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was I was just looking for another plate. Ah, uh, you can have a plate. He hands you a plate. Thanks. I'm just gonna take a big spoonful and just start eating it. Are you still on his side? Yeah, yeah, just standing <laughs> next to him. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's actually quite good. It's very su- like slightly too salty. Um, it has it's very very complex. There's a lot of pepper. There's oat- oatmeal in there and like unidentified meat, and it is quite crunchy. But it's not bad. But I can't tell what the ingredient is. No. Okay. Who got the fifty gold? Oh, you gold? can do me a little uh, nature check if you like. Who got the fifty yeah. gold? I'll do that. Oh, he, uh, he gives it to you, Dicky. Uh, I worked hard for that. I hope you do some work. I hope you're not one of those employees who just sits around pretending to do something. Oh no, we work very hard. <coughs> Great, but, glad to hear it. But I, uh, of course I do. I'm the chief turnip officer. <laughs> oh, CTO. I heard there were three of those. Right, <coughs> <coughs> hey, hey, okay. Well, if, if you've got anything to do with these turnips, they're great. Oh. They're very soft. What do you actually get with that uh, nature check? Uh, that was a nine. Um, yeah, no, you're not sure. It's it's complex, complex flavour. I'm gonna I'm gonna offer him ten gold to tell us the secret. Aye, I'll tell you the secret, but I'm not giving you fifty more gold, all right? <laughs> well, the, you can't repeat it back to me. I know how this game goes, but you can give me the fifty gold. I what do you say, love? Knowledge is better Aye, than gold. Knowledge, knowledge. You know what they say about knowledge? It's power. See that? He takes the ten gold back, so you've got you've you've made a net profit of forty there. He says, "Well, you know, it's not actually that disgusting. After everything we said, spines and hearts and all that, it's health potions. The Lamplight Guild are doing pretty well for themselves. They're bringing in health potions, and so when you eat your lunch, you get a bit of health back. And the great thing about that is you spent all morning working away." You're kind of depleted. Maybe you've, you know, your eyes are a bit sore, or your back's hurting from the chairs. You eat some mahagas and napes, you're feeling right as rain. Lovely. Hmm. Aye. Can I can I get the recipe? Aye, health potions. No, I <laughs> no. You know the thing is, the thing is, it's a family recipe. It's not like it's written down anywhere. It's just kind of like from the dome. Right. Right, and I'll just again get the mage hand to write down recipe <laughs> neeps and haggis from the dome question mark <laughs> from the dome. That's right. <laughs> health, you've then, health potions in there. We've said there's hearts, there's spine, oatmeal, black pepper, white pepper, pink pepper, green pepper. Um, there is another sort of pepper. I don't, I don't know. Bell. Bl- what? Bell, bell pepper, chili pepper, red hot chili pepper. You, I play, I play a, a wee, a wee record at some point, <laughs> and then you know, uh, and just put put random random meaty detritus at the bottom there. 
Yep. And can you call it um, Stroganoff's Best Haggis? Is, is that your name? Aye, Stroganoff. Strog, Stroganoff. How do you yeah, spell it's that? G H, mate. G H. I'm not French. <laughs> <laughs> yep the the mage hand keeps it locked down. Nice. It's on the paper. That that hand you got there, that's indubitably the uh, the MVP of the group. <laughs> He's a good learner. He's a good worker. Uh, the the mage hand the mage hand offers to shake his hand. I uh, know I'm cooking. I uh, yeah. Cross contamination. I shouldn't. I shouldn't even be talking to you. He puts his mask back on. Okay. You don't. You don't mind just heading back out there and going back to the. You know the. The other side, do you? Uh, oh. 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 Of course. Of course. Right. And I'll just take a couple of steps back. There's a. There's a lovely juice bar over there. I recommend the pineapple juice. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever had a pineapple before. Aye, it creates a lot of juice, apparently. Uh, the mage hand writes down "add pineapple" to the uh, the bottom <laughs> of the recipe. Oh no, you're missing the point. Hey, like, it's been great to speak to you, but quite frankly, I've run out of things to say. So I think it's best if I... hello. He next person comes. Right, have you tried the haggis? He's he's off. He's gone. Good. All right. Well, I can present some options to you. I mean, you can sit, sit yourself down, eat your food, finish it off. Uh, Yeah, I think you all had full health, but you feel as healthy as you could. Yep. Um, And uh, your headache has gone, which is rather nice. Excellent. Yeah. Looking around yourself, you see a pretty full um, roster of employees. You definitely don't know or recognise a lot of these, but you do then see the. couple of the two two of the four guards who were guarding the factory come down and join you there um you are absolutely welcome to leave the room you can see um sardina is not there right now um yeah what do you want to do do you think we should try and ask the guards if they know what was inside the factory um we we could do. I don't know if that's going to be the best idea, considering we can't talk about it. But, but maybe they can. Might as well see. Just because, I mean, it's not very nice in that room, and I don't think that we should put the Empress back in it. I agree. But maybe nobody else knows it's there. Yeah, perhaps. You know, when I was having a bit of a, a, a bit of a nap before, because I kind of maybe strategically uh, impaled part of my head upon the wall. Um, did anybody check out the style of the interior decor? <laughs> in in the room or in the factory? In in the room. Would you say it was sort of minimalist? Was it? Uh, you know, baroque. Um, <laughs> um, more sort of prisony. Pr- pr- prison, minimalist then, extremely minimalist. Yes, mm. minimalist and horrible. Ratty. 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 I suppose so. I mean, I didn't see any rats, but. Mm, no, well, I was thinking about the man who was a rat also before he had his cog in his head, but then afterwards he was less of a man, more of a dead thing. Yes. Hmm. I think if we understand yes. the, 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 the Griff's um, style, um, we'll understand uh, his, 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 you know, heart. And when we understand his heart uh, and, and his passion for soft furnishings, we're on a direct line from soft furnishings to um, capturing techniques of empresses. It's a direct line. I don't know, though. I don't think we should put her back in the room. It wasn't a very nice room. Oh, no, I'm just thinking we would trace the steps. Oh, I see. The and steps, then... Steps, the steps of soft furnishings. You know, the cushiony, carpety steps of soft furnishings. 
and then we ask the Empress to help? Well, um, we go and offer her maybe uh, slightly more soft furnishings, a plushie. We offer her a plushie um, to return right. to the room. This does still sound like we're eventually putting her back in a room she can't get out of. A much nicer room. With soft furnishings. <laughs> I think if we put enough soft furnishings in there, she would want to stay. And this is the whole problem. You can't trust rat folk who've got horrible interior design skills. That's what Mum always said. Mum, she was only this big. I, Linus, I think we should take Nigel back and show him the room properly. <laughs> I do like that room. It hurts my head. We, exactly. Bigger, bigger door, bigger ceiling, and a window, and and a plushie, and a plushie, and, and right. a door that you can go in and out of when you want to. Yes. Well, talking about getting in and out, shouldn't we try and see how all of the blue fins got in? I like your thinking. Yes, let's go and find the steps of carpet to the guards. Maybe. I don't know. I tend to get my carpet from the, the local carpet man. Where did you get your carpet from? <laughs> Guards? I think, I, I think maybe I banged my head. I'm just going <laughs> <laughs> to... You guys, I'll follow you. I'll follow you, okay? Well, okay. We're going we're gonna to move it on here. So you, you head out of the canteen... Uh, Sardina picks you up again. Um, she seems to be definitely sort of like assigned today to helping you out while you're here. And she takes you down um, some steadily descending uh, spiral staircases. And it becomes a bit more industrial and a bit less plush. Speaking of plushies. Um, you at some point lose track of windows. And it's pretty clear that you have gone below the ground floor. And you also notice a kind of... A cool, rushing air, as if uh, you are now connected in some way to the outdoors. Um, and eventually, you come down a large corridor and open up into a sort of, almost like a key or a dock. It's just that it's indoors. It's quite dark. Um, barrel ceiling, of which quite a lot of it is, is actually rock. This, is, this room is sort of built into a, almost like a cave. You can hear the quite loud rushing of cold water, and you can feel the cold as well. It's, it's, a, it's a really quite cold room, as this uh, torrential water passes by um, out of one dark cave through this kind of uh, dock-like area, and then into another one, um, both protected by large metal grills. There is uh, a lot of machinery here, um, kind of... Uh, clockwork operated winches and all sorts of pulleys and levers as ropes and nets are suspended above the water and you can see there is just currently one um, uh, elf who is working away um, just unpicking a net that's got tangled Sardina does this does this bit connect directly to the lake Yes, yes it does, yes. So that way, if you go upstream, that connects to Lake Gloam. And the Eerie, uh, when they're of mature age, well not a mature age, mature age, they're monstrous and gargantuan and far too big to fit down the tunnel. When they're a, a, an infant but large enough that we decide they're ready to be harvested, they are uh, brought down here to be uh, fished out from the water and uh, processed. How big are the tunnels? Oh, um, I suppose it, it varies, really. These aren't tunnels so much as the tidewater. This is a, a natural river that flows out from the lake under trickling. Uh, above us, amazingly, I mean, you know it's the building, the lamplight nurseries, but above us is the entire district of trickling. And down there, she points down where the water is running. Um, it, you can't get there now, obviously, but down there it goes to the bay. Tidewater, bay, and, and off into the sea. I think I might have an idea of how they got in. Who? Oh, the baddies! Yes. Well, I'm all ears. No, you're a halfling. <sighs> she sighs.
Well, if it connects to the sea and to the lake, and they're in the water, then you just swim in, if the river's big enough. Yes. Yes, well, it, I mean, it, it certainly seems likely. I mean, many of these fishes were killed um, during the squabble. Um, Porthroy up there, he was here, actually, so it seems like either an ingress or an egress was attempted or made here. We weren't entirely sure, but... Um, yes, it, it seems likely. Well, if he was here, we should ask him. Yes, do, do. Are there not normally any guards here? Oh, yes, there normally are, but they died. Right. As I say, there was quite a scuffle down here. There was a scuffle all over the place. I mean, it really, it's amazing how, how far they could go so quickly. We were entirely unprepared. Right. Yes. Are there still um, Erie flowing through the, the river? No, we've closed both grates. So we only bring them in when there's a reason to bring them in. Otherwise, um, we have a problem on our hands. Um, they're quite powerful things. They have to be brought in one by one and they have to be processed, as I say. So it's best, really, if we bring them in one by one and control the flow. The other thing that um, uh, Rumpkin didn't tell you... We're on first name terms. You'd call him Commissioner Dazzlestunk, but I call him Rumpkin. One thing that Rumpkin probably didn't tell you is that we will need to be flushing them through at some point, even if the factory isn't working, because they do get rather large. Right. As, as big as me? Yeah, almost, yeah. In fact, bigger. No. Eerie, full-grown full can, can be, a, you know, a, a, I would say, um, 150 feet long and almost spherical. Oh, the, um, almost as big the as me. The glowing headpiece uh, of a, of a full-grown eerie can light up uh, up to 10 miles of ocean. Uh, that's why we tend to process them while they're young. They're less um, less dangerous. Well, I bet I could light up more ocean. I bet you could. Yes. I've already seen you light up a small area with your powers. You really are quite impressive. I am. I am. Thank you for noticing. Oh, it's um, okay. I think we should talk to the guard. And I, I just have one more him. question. Oh, yes, of course. Why were the gates open when they came in? Oh, that we haven't figured out yet. Right. Okay. What happens when it rains? <laughs> I'm sorry? When it rains... When it rains, we open the gates. No, no, what happens when it rains? Um, I, I don't really understand the question. Um, water falls from the sky. It collects in puddles. Some of it runs down into the sea. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we, we're, we're covered in this room. Um, mm. well, not, Nigel and I can sell you umbrellas. <laughs> right. Many of them. I, we don't I, need You're seeing the same opportunity as me, aren't you, Dickie? Yeah, absolutely. There's so much water in here. We have to stop it getting in all the wrong places. I'm not following. There is a sluice. We can control the flow of water just fine. Would you like a raincoat? No. I've got a lovely dress on. Do you have to open the gates if it rains a lot to let the water through? Um, these these particular gates in and out of this room are essentially a grate, right? They okay. are... So water can pass through just fine, but anything yeah. bigger than, say, um, a little fishy... Would would struggle. Would okay? get stuck. Um, there is a sluice upstream, which which you know, like, like any dam or anything else, has to be controlled. Yeah. And water can and you know, there can be somebody running there who pipes more or less water through. Okay. I, I assure you that the, the dynamics of this have been worked out. We have been a very functional and successful guild for almost four hundred years, until yesterday. Hmm. Yeah. Is this water tight? Let's go and ask the net mender. The net mender. <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you know if this tide? Come on. No tidal. 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 Yes, the tide does affect this river. Um, it doesn't come in this far, but when the tide starts to go out, it does accelerate somewhat. Oh. Okay. Mm. Well, that means the waders are probably out as well, Dicky. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking. So you don't want an umbrella, but do you want a parasol? If I say yes, will you go away? Um, ah. But. Unless you have one. Only if you buy 500, because that's when our discounts start. I've decided I'm very busy. She walks away and leaves the <laughs> entire room. Uh, well, Dicky wants to go bother the elf now. Bother the elf. Okay, great. Yeah, you walk up. Are you going to start with the same sales pitch of 500 parasols? Of course. 
<laughs> as you approach him, he he visibly jumps and ends up tangling himself with his knife in his neck. Hello. Hello. Would you like to buy an umbrella? Um. Yes. How many? One. Hundred. I don't know. I've got the money for that. Uh. What? I'm sorry. I thought you were the bad, the bad ones, the bad, the bad greeny blue ones. Bad creamy oh. oh now now I look at you I can see that barely any of you are green or blue. And it's fine, but I wouldn't mind an umbrella if they're nice. Yep, not only that, but I can see that you're in distress. And I'm I am in distress, eh? I'm I'm So it's pricey, Dickie, so it's pricey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so So that'll be fifty gold. Oh um he searches his pockets. Uh, let's see how much gold he's got here. Hang on. In in the meantime, Linus is going to start helping him out of the net. Okay. Seen as like oh. ju- just recognizing the fact that he merely a few hours ago, Linus was also trapped under a net. Um, yeah. Oh, you seem like you seem like a dragonborn who's got himself out of nets. You seem like you'd never struggle to get anybody, even yourself, out of a net. With the dexterity that you're displaying whoa, 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 whoa. This is a service, <laughs> Linus. I think I think we need to add another five gold onto your tariff. I, you know, I, f- I feel like you're being quite mean, but I will pay you the gold I have. Oh. You can have you can have all the gold on me, which is thirty gold pieces. And uh, uh, I'll take a parasol. And and and, and, and I owe you for the rest. Oh, you 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 mis you misunderstand me. Oh, you don't have any more. Yeah, okay. Anyway, and I'm a interest, poor man. interest. What is the interest? Compounded yes. over over the next three months. Uh, in turnip speech, that's seven. Seven turnips. I'm paying up front. Why is there interest if I'm paying up front? <laughs> you're not paying for all of it. All of what? The ongoing service subscription. <laughs> what? What are the benefits? And the license fee. <laughs> A license for what? I I behind the umbrella from all the water. Uh, uh, stop it, stop it, just give us the thirty. We don't have time for a therapy session. Give us the thirty gold. <laughs> he gives you the thirty gold. He snatches a parasol out of your hands, raises it, and hides from both you and clearly the river. He seems to be hiding from the river. Um, just, do I actually have a parasol to give him? No, right. I don't. In, which, <laughs> in which case, Linus... What's he get- <laughs> yes. Produce one parasol, please. Uh, okay, I, I, I do need some, uh, some gold just for that. <laughs> well, I've given you all the gold. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm saying that to, to Dicky. You're going to make him a gold parasol. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. You haven't you haven't paid me this uh, one. Just just get on with it, Linus. We'll, we'll deal with it later. Everything's on account. Okay, I will I will just go and find whatever like bits of burlap sack I can find. Take out some of the cogs that look like they're less needed than the others, and just get yeah a, a wooden pole that is probably got too many splinters to to be held really. Um, but then just kind of fashion. The, the best parasol I can okay. I can make. Yeah, give me a sleight of hand. Uh, it's not sleight of hand, is it? Give me a Tinker's Tools check, I suppose. Tinker's Tools. Uh, is it with strength or dexterity? Dexterity. I mean, unless you've got the cloth maker's one, where you're actually making sort of a, a garment. No. Um, that's a ten. Okay, it's... I mean, it looks like a parasol. Um, but you, as, as you're making it, you realise if, if you open it with too much... Ferocity, the springs will pull the entire thing apart. Okay. I will warn him of that. Okay. Well, you, I, to be fair, I don't think I'll be closing it. I'll just keep it up. Uh, Nigel will go down to the water, get a handful of water, and splash it on him. No! <laughs> Why did you do that to me? Use the parasol, man. Maybe you could tell us a bit more about what happened. I'll tell you everything I know. And then you're going to leave this place, because i I got to say, I don't want to be here any longer than you do, but it's my contractual job to do so. And I came in that day, the grates were down. Right? And we were told it was to do with some flushing. I don't know what, we don't ask questions. We were just told flushing. 
Anyway, we were just working away and suddenly stab, 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 death and crying and screaming as the bluey green folks came up and they killed all my friends. They killed Danny. They killed Deb. They killed Rog Finch. Rog Finch. I miss him most of all. <laughs> and all I know is I hid and I hid and I hid and eventually they went and they came back a bit later. And they came back and they were happy about it and they swam down that way out to stream. And they went and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I hope I never see them again. Who told you the grates were down for flushing? Sardina. Huh. Interesting. And that's where we'll end the session. Mystery. Oh, it's intrigue. It's intrigue. Intrigue. Can intrigue and mystery. Wait? Until next session to find out what on earth is going on. Yeah. Um, great. Hey, guys, thank you so much for playing D&D with me today. I hope you've had a lovely time. Uh, we will see you all next episode for more of this. Um, but for now, I suppose all we have left to do is say goodbye. So, bye! Bye! Goodbye. Bye-bye! You've been listening to Technomancers, a D&D podcast. You can subscribe to hear the next episode when it comes out. And until then, see you later, nerds. Imagine if I'd been organised enough to open my character sheet. That would be... um, That's why your third favourite, Misha. (laughs) (laughs) Beneath all your hit points. And there's a number of CP, SP, EP, GP, PP. (laughs) Uh, And the GP is how many gold pieces you have. How much PP do we have? Say that again. That was brilliant. You that was Rain in Spain territory. <laughs> CPSP EPGPPP. <laughs> nice. Beautifully done. And for those of you at home, you can follow along too by making an account on Roll20, <laughs> making a character, and uh, <laughs> having a look at your people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, magic. You're recording. Make sure I am that's recording. fine. It all looks good. Audible claps, please, from everybody. <laughs> Audible claps. <laughs> audible claps. I think audible claps is a uh, punk band that we saw the other weekend. Audible claps is also what I have to take medication for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Audible clap. <laughs>